guys, what's up? We are here at the gym, me and uh, Rafael Castillo. Uh, today we're gonna talk a little bit about health, about food habits, uh, how you can uh, improve your life through what you eat every day, your food choices, and uh, how much that can benefit you in many different aspects of life. And uh, we all know that uh, the very old say, like, you are what you eat, okay? So we, me and Rafael, we really try to uh, prioritize uh, food related with what we do, with the lifestyle, with jiu-jitsu. And uh, I think that's a big part of everything what we do is very much related with, with the food habits that we have. You know, Houston is a place that uh, has so many options for food, right? There's so many things that you can, you can find. You can find all kinds of food here, so many restaurants. There's a big culture about going out and eat and experience new foods. We have students here that actually own restaurants from, uh, from, different, uh, from food from different countries. And uh, today we'd like to talk a little bit about that, right? People always ask us like, hey, what do you guys do to keep healthy? You know, especially new students when they come, they always have a goal to lose a little bit of weight, to lose a little bit of body fat, or some students, they even want to gain weight. You know, we have students that they come to the gym and they, they ask like, hey, is Jiu-Jitsu gonna help me to build a little bit of muscles and how that works? So today we just like to share a little bit with everybody what's what we do for ourselves to try to keep a, a healthy life. You know, jiu-jitsu, it's a lifestyle. We try to embrace this uh, as a lifestyle and no doubt that food, it's a big part of that. Huge part. And one of the things that we would like to start for you guys to get context in, and this for me too, because I'm curious at how, how was their relation with Jackson with food and, and how you started uh, with your relationship with food because different people are, have different relationships with food mm -hmm. so how was yours when you started to like say like okay I'm gonna get my 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 diet or the way I eat a little bit better with either you started before jiu-jitsu you started after jiu-jitsu how your diet was important in your life and everything like that like how you started with uh -huh. your relationship with food my my relation with food have a long path uh, being an obese child, I have been, I've I gone through all kinds of diet when I was young, a lot of medication for, for appetite, you know, and uh, when I was young, I, I really tried everything, you know, my, my, my family tried to direct me many different ways, like to get help to lose weight. I always had problems to lose weight, you know, I was an obese child, so I remember like when I, when I was young, maybe when I was like six, seven years old, I was already like dealing with this food habit, you know, my, my family trying to put me in the right direction. And of course, it's hard for you to lead somebody in the right direction when you don't do that for your own. My family never had any food education or any, any nutrition education. So they just tried their best, what they knew at that point, what they, they, they didn't know much about it, you know, so they just tried to direct me on the way that people told them, hey, try this diet here, maybe your kid can lose some weight. And uh, living in the U.S., I see the difference of the culture, you know, in Brazil, being obese is kind of, you're kind of an alien, you know, people really judge you for that, you know, they really, they really judge you for being obese. And I think here in America is much is much more normal, you know, to to have. In Brazil, you don't see as much, but then in here you see. A... Today you probably see a little more, you yeah. know. But back but then, back, yeah. back then was like, Rare. you being obese, you you get a lot of attention, you know. That's probably one of the reasons that I had a lot of bully situations when I was young. It was very much related for the the way I look, you know. And uh, I've tried everything when I was young. I tried all kinds of diet and I cannot even name them. It was so much different things. And uh, uh, how they call it, like this up and down, you lose weight and then you feel good and then you, 
you lose track and you gain weight again. And I think a lot of people uh, can can relate themselves with this this situation. You know that you lose weight and you gain weight again. And uh, no doubt, uh, uh, when I when I start jujitsu, I really put myself in a different path because uh, you feel jujitsu reminds you when you come to the gym after you have a little experience and you come and train and you feel like your performance your performance in train it's uh, very much affected with what you eat in the previous night in the previous day or maybe you had a heavy lunch and you go to to train in the night and you feel like your body's heavy and it's not you're not performing that same way so jiu-jitsu really squeezes you in the corner and reminds you that whatever you eat right now, you're gonna feel that later, you know? Uh, we have cases here, like, especially in the morning class, right? Students come here and they have like, they have like uh, heavy breakfast in the morning and the guys train a little bit and you see, you have to sit and that food is really heavy on him. And then, uh, and then he, he bring it up like, oh, professor, I don't feel too good today. And I said, did you have breakfast today? Yeah, I ate this heavy breakfast. And sometimes people report to me that they, they actually, they drove through a fast food restaurant in the morning and they grab a fast food breakfast and they come to the gym, they eat in the car and they come to the gym and then they try to train and the body don't respond the way it should, you know? And uh, I don't think there is a general diet that you can uh, prescribe, not prescribe, but you can recommend to the students like, hey guys, everybody follow this, this diet here and then you're gonna be good. I think everybody have different habits, everybody have different cultures. And- uh, What's the one that worked for you? Which one that worked for me? That well, worked for you, like you started, and then you came here to you just saw the different cultures and then you started like trying different things and then you stick with one. What I, what I really stick to it is to, uh, is to make it very simple, you know? I really try to eat very clean, very simple, uh, very much, I don't go too much to restaurants, uh, I try to eat most of the food, the food that I cook in the house, I, I'm very fortunate to have time to go home and cook my own food, and uh, I can say I'm pretty good cooking what I like, you know, maybe not everybody really like what I cook, but uh, I'm very pleased with what I cook and what I eat, yeah. you know? But of course, like people don't have the time, you know, to spend like this hour, maybe like I spend more than an hour cooking every day probably for me and for my kids, for my wife, for my family. I always try to leave the food ready, but uh, I don't follow like one, one diet, you know? What I try to apply is not being abusive of anything. You know, I believe that even water, if you drink too much water, you're gonna feel sick. You know, everything you do, you overdo, you're gonna have consequence for that, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, and I had problem with that for many times, you know, when I, I still have, but when I stick with something that I like, I eat that food for the whole month, you know? And uh, imagine like, you feel like pizza, and then you, you eat the pizza the whole month, you know? so. What I do right now, like when I, when I decide, for example, now I'm very much into the chia pudding. You know, I've eaten a lot of chia pudding. So I do, I, I eat that like three, four times a week. But chia pudding is something very healthy. Chia seed is one of the healthiest seeds that you can find out there. You know, so even if I overeat chia pudding, if I replace my lunch today, instead of I eat lunch and I eat like this big bowl of chia pudding, it's still something that's very healthy. Yeah, you know, so it's not like I don't. I don't really stick with a with a diet. You know, of course, I try to to avoid. Give an example, like for for people to understand. Like, give an example of one food that you eat today. Example that you go home right now and then you eat. Yeah. So, for example, today, what I did last night. Last night, I got home every time after every day after I finish the the evening training. I get home around 9 p.m. after the class. I go check on my kids, check on my wife, that's the bedtime already, I spend like 30 minutes, one hour with them, and, uh, and then I go to the kitchen, I cook the food for my kids next day. So yesterday, I was cooking food for them, I did uh, roasted cauliflower in the oven, I put cauliflowers in the oven with little season on it for 30 minutes, so roast the cauliflower, 
and I cook a big pot of quinoa, plain quinoa with uh, garlic and salt and oil. And I left this big container of quinoa in the fridge. So when I get home today to have lunch, I have that quinoa there. Yeah. So that's gonna be the base of my lunch. I'm gonna put something on top of that quinoa today. Maybe a little bit of the cauliflower, maybe cut a half avocado, put on it, and I'm gonna eat a big plate of quinoa with avocado and cauliflower today. And, uh, and then that's it, that's my lunch. I didn't, I didn't have any breakfast today. I, I've been uh, very much trying to do the intermittent fast, yeah. you know, to do at least like three, four times a week to give this 16 to 18 hours. How's that going by the way? How are you feeling now? I'm really good. I'm really, I'm really getting more. I've been like very, a beginner, you know, I just started to go into this, this fasting thing. And uh, I really feel good doing that. I really, really feel yeah. good to have this cleanse of 18 hours. And uh, I'm still dealing with the how to break the fast because I'm very much, I feel very hungry after 18 hours. Actually, you don't feel like very hungry uh, after this, this break, you know, but I, like a couple of times I overate after this yeah. break, you know, so I'm trying like to break the fast control and uh, that a control bit. a little bit better. No, but it, it's, it's incredible the, 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 the way I feel. No, after but I it. ask you because I remember that the thing, and actually this is something that, that is a conversation that Jackson and I were, was having that I was telling Jackson before, because you, tr uh, you started intermittent fasting when? Uh, recently, maybe like four months ago, yeah. four, four months and, ago, probably, yeah. And during that time, uh, you weren't training as often as before. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was like, um, let's see how you, how you react when you start training again more mm -hmm. often. Because I know that, uh, what was stopping you before? Like the, I think the arm, the, uh, you have problems a little bit with the arm. Yeah, I had some tendonitis on my yeah. arm. That's something that I do often yeah. with goals and come back. So, so Jesse wasn't training much. So he was eating and then wasn't training uh, much after. So that's why I'm asking because the uh, when you try a diet, you try with everything like a regular with your regular life. So that's why I'm asking Jackson now, like, how are you feeling now with training? Uh -huh. Are you feeling energetic still? Yes, I do feel. I do feel. Actually, uh, this uh, this uh, this fasting it's uh, gives me a lot of energy. I feel like my body functioning very well doing that. And I can probably do that three, four times a week, maybe five times a week, no problem at all. Oh, so you're not doing it every day now? No, I'm not, I don't do it every day. I don't do it every day. In the weekends, I, I don't do it. Um, and uh, yeah, like I don't have, I don't have like this, this rule, like ah, I'm gonna do this Monday to Friday and then I don't do it on the weeks. I do when I feel to do it. And I feel to do that pretty often because it feels good, it feels really good. Yeah. For example, today, uh, 10 o'clock, it's uh, the 16 hours period. So when I eat lunch today around noon, I'm gonna have 18 hours without food, just water. And uh, it's crazy, I feel really, really good now. I feel a lot of energy. I don't feel like I have to drink coffee to have energy or have any energetic things that uh, uh, I never do anyway. I don't, I don't need any compliments to have energy. I always feel that I have a lot of energy and uh, I sleep six to seven hours per night, never more than six or seven hours. When I can, that's be very rare. I try to take a nap of one hour after lunch, but lately I've been pretty busy. I don't have too much time to do that nap, but it's still feeling really good. When I have that nap, it's, it's the perfect combination for me. Sleep five to six hours during the night and have one hour nap in the, in the afternoon. It's the perfect combination for me, but it's not. You cannot do that every day. You yeah. know, I've been like very busy, and that's not being fitting too much. But I don't remember me thinking like, "Oh man, I don't have energy today." You know, it's and uh, I see like a lot of people dealing with this energy thing. You know, like, "Oh, my coffee. I need my coffee." You know, I need my coffee all the what? time, and people drinking, buying the this the little energetic fire thing. You know, I me personally. I never even tried this Monster Energetic or Red Bull, whatever the brand is, you know, they are all out there and people really drinking them. I never even tried them. I don't even know how, how they taste and what's the effect on you. And actually I drink coffee every morning and when I don't, when I don't, I don't feel any difference. I don't feel any difference with coffee. I actually drink coffee because I like the taste. I like the smell of coffee. 
I like uh, what coffee is. is a, and the benefits know? and the antioxidants. Yeah, the antioxidants and the benefits, but I don't feel like I need coffee in the morning to do anything. You know, I can just have a, have a smoothie or don't have anything or just water. And I feel running same same with or without it. And, and I'm curious, what, what was one time before that you were eating, but you didn't, you were eating, you thought that you were eating correctly, but you didn't have any energy. Do you remember what you were eating about that time? Like you came in the UK, you came in yeah. Brazil, you came in here. Yeah, definitely when I overeat something, like of course you have the cheating days, people call it cheating days. I don't call it cheating days, I call it like a regular day that I just feel like to eat something different. You know, sometimes I eat a pizza, sometimes I eat a food that I prepare that I like a lot and I overeat it. So the only thing that really crashed my energy, my energy is whatever I eat in excess. You know, whatever I overeat crashed my energy. You know, if, if I have a night, for example, I invite a lot of friends to my house and we have a night watching fights or whatever that I, we gather together and people bring a lot of food and you talk in there and, and you overeat, definitely in the next morning I'm gonna feel low energy, you know, because I believe that just my body spending more energy to digest that food. And uh, when you don't have your body working that hard to digest the food, I think your energy is there. You know, what about you? What do you feel like to eat more? That's, I know that Rafael, he follows a very strict diet. He's very, uh, uh, he actually, Rafael, he really motivates me on the food aspect because I know he, he's very, very dedicated with what he eats. He always have his food ready on his bag. After the workout, he always have his oatmeal, he eats there, and I uh, really appreciate it. You always that I don't share with him. <laughs> yeah, I always make a joke like, where's my oatmeal? Did he bring oatmeal to me? And uh, yeah, tell a little bit what's what you follow and what you try and your energy levels, yeah. how that works for you. So uh, for me that I have been trying to give you a little bit of context, I started from Venezuela and my, my family and I told you this a little bit of what they eat normally. So if you Hispanic, you understand like this is something normal for us. And, and you're in Brazil, so you understand that you, the normal plate in in Latin America, most of us is rice, the meat. If you have plantains or you have uh, um, how do you say um, butter. You can have cheese, so it's always not much vegetables and stuff like that. So that was my household basically in, in Venezuela, my uh, on my grandma. So, and when I was with my mom, she mixed things here and there, and and that's one of the reasons because I eat a lot of rice. And Jackson always tells me, "Man, you eat too much rice all the time," and yeah. and I love it. It's because of that because I grew up with rice all the time. So I still have that, that craving all, uh, all the time. And then when I don't see rice, for me, there's no food at all. <laughs> so, and the, so when I have that, um, when I see that plate, there's no vegetables, there's nothing. So I was trying to see what can I do to get better. Plus, um, I, I have a condition called hypoglycemic. So that's the inverse of, I, this is my understanding of how I paraphrase it. So it's the inverse of diabetes. So I have normal insulin levels, but my my sugar levels are low. So um, it's something that I have been uh, dealing that with my whole life. So I always trying to, to feel a little bit better and feel fit and, and try to fix that and not have diabetes because mm -hmm. I can have a higher chance to have it. So um, I started from, from Minnesota trying it out, working out and everything, nothing worked. I tried to, to eat less always having cravings, always trying to eat more because I didn't eat well before. Mm -hmm. um, then when I got here in the US, two to three years, I still doing what I was doing, nothing, fluctuating all the time. But just when we're saying like, it's up and down, up and down, and it's not even the weight, just the cravings is too much. Like I do the diet normal Monday to Thursday or Friday, and then on Friday I have the cheat meal, and then my whole weekend it's, I feel that, yeah. yeah. And I don't even, Sometimes I overeat, but just the either pizza, either whatever cheat meal you consider, uh, your cheat meal, uh, I feel it the whole weekend. Like I'm recovering literally the whole weekend. So um, I, I was looking something online for something to try differently, and then I, I found uh, veganism. Mm -hmm. um, and then I say it like this because 
Um, I'm eating on their rules basically, but I'm, I don't consider myself veganism because it's like, it's something that they have like a cold mentality. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, yeah, I don't no get brand, into a place. Right? Don't put a brand, yeah. right? Like, oh, so, I'm vegan, I'm this. Yeah. Same as me, you know, I don't, I don't say like people, uh, I, don't, I don't call myself a vegan or a vegetarian. I just try to, to balance yeah, what I our eat. Our way. Yeah, like to balance, you know. I rarely eat meat. I rarely eat animal products. But if I go to somebody's house yeah. and I get there and whatever the food is there, I just eat. Sometimes me and my family, we get uh, some meat in the house and we eat and yeah. it's fine, you know. I think pretty much like just don't overdo it, you yeah. know, just don't like abuse of everything. Like people that eat yeah. like meat two, three times, twice a well, day, lunch and evening, every day, you know, sausages, all this processed food. Yeah. You know, I think if you go extreme like that, it's, it's that's the, the problem. And that's, a, and that's the thing that I was saying, Jackson, before we started that um, we have one of the students um, that was asking me about, hey, what can I do to eat better, or what are you doing, and, and, and anything. And and to finish the idea that I was saying, like, the, uh, veganism, what I learned from starting there, I keep following, I'm not that open as Jackson because it doesn't work for me. Because if I go there and I leave a window open of, oh, I can eat dairy here and there, I can eat meat here and there, then I'm gonna leave myself to, I can do, whatever I want to eat ice cream here. So for me, I have to go to the other extreme that I cannot eat it because if I break it, I'm going to feel horrible and I literally feel horrible. So for me, it doesn't work that way. So that's why Jackson said in the beginning that I follow a, like a strict diet, but for me is the best. So for me, I Perfect. eat like heavy. Works, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it worked for me. Now, when the student asked me about, Hey, what can I do to, uh, to eat better? Or what are you doing? And, so, and, and anything. And I told him, Hey, I eat this way. I eat plant-based, I don't eat anything outside of that. But for you, I asked him, what do you like? What do you like and what do you feel the best? And he said, man, I, I always have craving of meats and I don't feel bad after it. So I said, man, this, see if you want to uh, try keto. Keto is a lot of, uh, of meat and fats and, and he tried it and he lost a bunch of yeah, weight. I, and he, he, came, yeah, he came back and everything. And then he said, man, you, uh, I lost a lot of weight and I'm super happy, super energized. He's great. So that's the point that Jackson and I are trying to make that you, it, you don't need, you don't need something. Uh, just one thing is gonna fix everything. And I was here in the, in the car, one, uh, one podcast, I was talking about exactly what we're talking about right now that mo most people have like a bandwagon like they see a diet and then they jump on it yeah. and then they have uh, they were saying that this example is exactly how they were saying it they have a cookie they, they take the cookie and then it's like oh cheat they boom they, yeah, they yeah. then they stop it's they roll yeah, yeah they roll over the mountain and then they go back they see another different uh, bandwagon and then they jump on it again so it, it's something that they go up and down like Jackson would say like up and down up and down mm -hmm. through their life without understanding and this is uh, it's not our fault because sometimes we don't get this information when we're younger and we should um, but uh, it's something that you need to find yourself what do you like to eat what do you enjoy the best how can you like it how can you prepare for you to love it and then do it for the rest of your life so you need to discover the same way that we discover and then it's working for, uh, for us I always say for everybody maybe for me when I'm 40, 50, 30, whatever, my body's gonna change, I'm gonna start eating meat. I never close the door because it's unrealistic to say mm -hmm. that I'm always gonna eat this way and I'm never gonna eat ne this type of food again. And that way you leave yourself like no limitations and no anything and, and no cult mentality that you have yeah. to do it this way and then you get, you, you get sick and then no, it's not the way. Guilty, too guilty. Yeah. So yeah. it's something that you need to discover. There's one thing that I, we, Jackson and I, we discussed it before, and we're gonna tell you because this is uh, one of the the theories that we have. If you see, just look it up: keto, uh, pescatarian, veganism, vegetarian, all the, all the diets that are right now, like for around the world, around the U.S. Every single one cleans you 
from processed food, industrial food, everything that is packaged, everything that is fast food, eliminates all that stuff yeah. and tells you to eat a little bit more of whole foods. Yeah. Whole foods, you know, as a store, by the way, it's just that like you preparing the food, you cooking a little bit more, you understanding what you put into your food, uh, into your diet, into your body. Every single one tells you that stuff. So why you are not gonna do that? And I know most people, in, in, and I, told you, I think I told you that when I was um, on the supermarket here in the, in the Kroger nearby, uh, there was a, a guy on the, on, on the fridge department part, like all the, the, the cold foods and all the frozen foods. He was getting boxes of meals, just, just prepared meals. Mm-hmm. Just boxes and then, mm-hmm. and for example, I was having just fruits and vegetables and everything that I'm gonna do at home. And he, the guy was just getting boxes and boxes of frozen meals prepared already. So most of, yeah, most of you guys have that because you have the time, but you need to discover because that's gonna, that, that's gonna burn your energy. That's not gonna give you the energy. If you feel fine with it, man, run with it. But if yeah. you feel horrible, this is exactly the conversation that you need to hear I because think, it's a different path. I think your body adapts a lot with that shoe. Huh? If you keep like I think so. this guy probably eat this pre-made food, this processed food for years, so his body like adapts to that diet, and he end up like feeling okay with that, you know. So well, uh, imagine that he started with eating box food because the parents gave him. Yeah, gave exactly, him that. exactly. So he's little. So. Yeah. So I really, I really, I really believe that, uh, of course, jiu-jitsu and, uh, and diet goes together a lot because the Grace family, when they, when they, they start jiu-jitsu, they start their own diet, the Grace diet, that's yeah. actually, it's a, it's a very good option, you know, it's, it's nothing is different, it's just like the combination of the food, you don't combine certain foods with others, and uh, of course, you don't see like soda and, uh, and like, ham and this right kind there. of things yeah. you know like uh processed meat and processed food on well, the grace diet that, yeah. so uh if if a student come to me like ah oh, professor what do you think about the grace diet i ask like so what are you eating right now oh i'm drinking soda i put sauces on my food all the time <laughs> i have all these kinds of dressing on my salad i tell people like hey if you want to start somewhere clean your house clean your fridge go down your fridge Take these things that you know, you know those things are not good for you. Soda, processed meat, processed food, sausages, and all these things, just take that out. Don't, don't think about do a extremely change right now. Just slowly clean up, take those things yeah. out of your, of like your way. Transition to eating. Yes, just like slowly start to remove what's really bad for you. Remove those things out first and get the habit of taste your food without all those excess on top. You know, soda, soda is something that's really bad for you and everybody knows about lots of people drinking it. We ask the kids all the time, like, hey, who, actually this, this month we're gonna talk about health with the kids on the character development program for two months, now we're gonna talk about health. And it, I'm super, I'm super excited because the kids are super excited to talk about yeah. that, right? And, uh, and they tell like everything what their parents do at, ho- at the house. One kid here came this week, like we talk about soda and stuff, and said, Professor, uh, my dad, he, he drinks a lot of soda, but it's okay, it's Diet Coke. You know, <laughs> we all know that Diet Coke is as bad as the regular Coke or even more, but the kid, he think that's fine. You know, he think like his dad's planting that thing, like, oh no, I'm drinking soda, but it's Diet Soda. Yeah. You know, so like the kid understand that thing's not, as bad as if his dad is drinking the regular Coke. And uh, it's, it's just growing on him, you know? And actually the kid, he says like, no, I don't drink soda. My dad do, but I don't do it. And like, wow, that's, yeah. uh, that's a big, big challenge for the child, you know, because his dad is, is his best example and the dad's doing something that's giving that wrong education for the kid that diet soda is okay. You know, uh, one thing that I always uh, use as example is when you put the, r- the wrong fuel on your body, you put the, the wrong gasoline, like related with food, like when you eat wrong and uh, you know you're eating that food wrong. So you pretty much you hurting your, your, your mechanics, your, mechan- your mechanism is being like hurt every day. So imagine like somebody that have some a bad habit of food 
imagine like you wake up every day, you get a hammer, you put your finger there, and you go with the hammer and you smash your finger with the hammer, right? Gonna hurt a lot, gonna hurt your finger a lot. And the next day is gonna be a little better, right? Your finger gonna heal, your body gonna do all that work, all that process yes, to heal your finger, right? So next day you're gonna look at your finger a little better. You go put there again, get the hammer and go again. Boom, hurt your finger again. And then next day you're gonna wake up, your finger is there, your body do that, all that work to heal and you get the hammer, you go that again on your finger and you smash your finger again. So you keep doing that every day on your finger. Would you do that? Would you do that in real life? You get the hammer and smash your finger every day. You don't do that, okay? Yeah. But you do something that's very much similar Simple with the food. You know you don't feel it, but every day you do that hammer in your finger. Your body trying to recover. Your body's telling you, and then you get sick, and then your body is trying to tell you, like, hey, please, just give me the right, the right food. Give me a little bit of the right food so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to yeah. function better. You know, it's the same thing with your car. You go and you buy a nice car. You don't put water in the tank. Why you don't put water in the tank? Because your car is not going to function. But you do that in your body. You put the wrong thing inside your body. But, oh, no, my car, no. I pay a lot of money for my car. And uh, I can't just put this cheap oil in the engine, yeah. right? Because it's an expensive car. But then you put that expensive oil in your car and you drive through a fast food restaurant, right? Five minutes after... And you're okay to put that thing in your body, yeah, you know? Cheap stuff is. So it's, it's, it's really hard, you know? It's really hard to, to get this uh, education. I think, uh, the, I think we are walking towards a much better way. Uh, people start to recognize how important that is and how much the bad habits bring you to this very common disease that there is out there now. Um, heart attack, uh, what else, diabetes, diabetes one, two, diabetes, all yeah. kinds of diabetes. Yesterday was and funny, we were talking here with the kids about health, and I said to the kid, hey, what's happened if you eat like five spoons of sugar every day? And the kid like, wow, you're gonna get diabetes. And the kids, they know, that I'm talking about a five years old kid. He said like, oh, if you eat five spoons of sugar every day, you're gonna get diabetes. I don't even know if that's the case, but the kid brought, the kid brought that up, you know? So it's, it's out yeah. there, you know? And I will tell you, uh, uh, um, something that I heard um, in one of the podcasts that I hear about health, uh, the guy studies uh, diabetes and the relationship with obesity and, and cancer and everything. Uh, from nine, it, there's 10 people, and those 10 people are obese. Nine will have diabetes. Mm -hmm. Nine. Mm -hmm. It's not one, it's not two, it's not five, it's yeah. not half, it's nine. Mm -hmm. So ninety percent of people will have diabetes if they have if they're obese. So that's something that that and, and remember that diabetes is a condition that it can literally kill you and and something that is super scary for your for your whole family because it can go through your genes and mm -hmm. and your kids can have it. Um, and this is something that you're really interested because uh, I always see not only in my family. Uh, the perception like oh for your kids it's super hard to eat well super hard for them to eat vegetables I always had that preconception of I don't know if, if the kids like vegetables or something it's super mm -hmm. hard but when I see you know, only Jackson uh, Jackson kids or the other student there's another student that uh, helps with the class and everything he both of their kids come here and they're eating always something well <clears throat> and then when they get offered whatever soda, it can be a candy or whatever. And the same thing with yours. Mm -hmm. They always say no. Yeah. They always say no. Or they already, and they see the food that other kids see outside there that they see McDonald's. Like they see like, oh my God, I want to eat it so bad. They mm -hmm. see acai bowls and acai is like a food that you mix it with other fruits and, veg and veggies and everything. And then you put a little bit of... Um, the homemaker or not if you want to or, or, or whatever or just as a smoothie and it's all fruit and vegetables in it and they see that and drinking is like the best thing in the world so the kids do what you do yeah so that's right. what I have learned like for for my thing as a preconception like I thought the kids would just prefer those things because it's easier because it's tastier mm -hmm. but they see it in their parents because they gave it to them because it's easier they, they, the parent thinks that if you give it to them, they won't complain because if you give them something 
vegetables and broccoli. The broccoli mm -hmm. is a famous one. Like, oh, everybody has broccoli. Yeah. But in reality, it's, it's not like that. It depends on what you eat as a parent. And your kids are going to do exactly what you're doing because uh, there's one thing that in our process of development is zero to seven. They're just absorbing information from the yeah. outside world. So they're absorbing your behavior. Mm -hmm. So if you as a parent are cooking and everything, you're doing everything for yourself the best way possible to feel the best, they're going to do the same exact yeah. thing for them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just... It's out there, you know, it's, uh, it's your choice, you know, uh, you're definitely going to feel better if you limit the, the bad food that you eat, you know, like, try to find the best options and try it, try like go for a month, maybe a week, try to take those bad things out of your way, go last restaurants and fast food restaurants especially, you know, I think it's, uh, I've been on both sides, I've been uh very having very bad habits of food and i was very lucky maybe around 2004 2005 i met my my mentor at that time in london his name was felipe alves de souza he was my professor there in london when i met him he was uh he was a vegetarian it was the first time that i really like have a direct direct relation with somebody vegetarian and uh, Felipe really gave me a good influence and a good leadership on the food habits and uh, I start to watch him and hang out with him all the time and I see that the way that he eats and uh, that was a big influence for me you know and I remember he always tell me like hey Jackson your students gonna always have you as a role model you know you don't want to go out with your students and get drunk unless you're okay with that. If, you de if that's what you want to teach them, you know, go out with them. Go to a bar, drink, get drunk, and eat all those kinds of food in a bar. And if that you want to teach your students, that's what you want to teach them, do it. You know, me personally, I don't do it. I try to give my students the best example I can. Not just they're going to learn something right from me, but gonna totally benefit myself yeah. you know I'm gonna and that's what what's happened of course I'm very lucky to to lead a group of kids and adults that they want to follow what I do they, they they see me as a role model so I feel when I when I have the the opportunity to have to have that bad meal in front of me I always think about my students I always think like Okay, I'm gonna do this now, but this is not the best option, you know. So that's really limits what I, uh, my my choices, you yeah. know, because I'm not doing a choice just for me. I'm doing a choice for everybody that's around me too, you know. If I go have have a night out with my students, oh, we're gonna go to a bar, maybe watch fights or something. I already have that with me. I go to a bar, I know that I'm not gonna go there and gonna drink five beers, six beers with my students in front of them. Why? Because they're going to think that's right. First, because I don't drink. I don't, it's not something that I do. But uh, even something that I would, I, I love to drink. I love, man, I can't, I can't go a day without a beer. You know, I would probably not do that in front of my students and let them know that's, that's what I do. You know, like give this incentive to them like, hey guys, man, drink is good for you. Yeah. You know, eat bad food, it's okay. You know, have barbecue every day and eat everything you want every day. You know, I don't think that's my position doesn't allow me to do that. What's in the end of the day, I'm very lucky to have this position. Yeah, it benefits everybody. And uh, it benefits everybody in the end of the day. You know, benefits me that I came from a very poor uh, nutrition education. I never had it when I was young. And I try to do that different for my kids, you know, I don't force them to do anything, but I always give them options. I always give them like the best option. And if you don't, if they don't want that, it's fine. Yeah. My son recently, he said like, hey dad, can I just, can I just eat the, the school lunch? Can I eat this, the, the food in the school? I say, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, he's getting like 12, 13, he's feeling a little, a little ashamed to walk in the school to his lunchbox every day, you know, and I'm fine with that, you know. And uh, randomly I ask him, like, hey, what do you had for food today? Ah, today I had salad. Uh, which dress did you use for the salad? No, I didn't use any dress. I just put some oil and salt in it. 
good. If you say like, oh, I use the blue cheese dress ranch, whatever, you know, I would not say anything. That's fine. He ate that. He for the fact that he chose the salad for me is okay, you know. But after years of he watching me eating the salad without dressing and making my my right choices, he's already prepared to face a school cafeteria where there's a lot of pizza and hot dogs there and he go for the salad, you know, because I, I plant that seed on him. You know, he go to a birthday party and he choose water instead of soda. And uh, it's not because I ask him, I come to him, hey, don't, don't, yeah. don't eat that soda. Maybe I did that before, once or twice. I say, hey, look, there's soda, there's soda, and there's water. Which one do you want? Ah, I want the soda. Okay, so let's have like half of the soda. Okay, like slowly plant that seed on your kids. Plant that seed on yourself, you know, try to, to be a better you, you know, with the food habits, because if there's something that you can really improve on your life, it's what you eat. You know, the choices are out there. It's up to you to choose what you're gonna eat every day. And I know time is an issue. You don't have the same time that maybe Rafael and I, we have to cook our foods. I know because my wife, she work off hours and she don't have the same time that I have. You know, so I always try to cook extra food and leave that as an option for them you know the quinoa is in my fridge today but i don't expect my kids to come home okay today everybody just eat quinoa no it's there but they can have something else with that yeah. or they don't have that at all they don't want to eat that quinoa at all maybe the quinoa going to stay there for the whole week and i'm the only one that's going to eat it but that option is there you know they have that option there yeah. so it's just a matter of you plant the seed every day and believe me it's something really hard to do it's hard you don't have time food is pleasant to eat it feels good to eat that food that's not the best option for you you know you may feel a little guilty after but try try to plant it try to think about it a little more and uh, especially if you are getting into a new activity you know, the New Year's resolution, oh, I'm gonna start to work out and I'm not gonna eat those things anymore. Make a New Year's resolution uh, everyday thing. You know, make like your life resolution every day and try to improve every day. Don't wait until 2020, January 2020 to try change something. Change it now, try now. Try from, to, from today, not from tomorrow morning, from Monday, today's the day, today's the day. You know, if you are listening to our talks today, Try to, after this, uh, your next meal, to put one or two things off. If you think that there's anything that you agree with us, try to plant that there, you know? Try to, to adjust what you eat, and believe me, the results are incredible, and there's no doubt that's gonna benefit you a lot. And uh, good food sometimes a little bit more expensive, but medical bills, are way more expensive you know when you sick you can't work you can't do a lot of things so, and um, you're not gonna eat a good food and you're gonna feel good tomorrow but it's, it's, uh, it's a especially body. probably like when you're after 50 55 years old you're gonna pay the price for your bad habits today yes you know? and and we can end the, the talk with two things and and to continue a little bit of the point what Jackson was saying that you what you're eating right now in the present day is something that you're gonna thank yourself 10 years from now, five yeah. years from now. And then that same person that you are five to 10 years from now, you're gonna thank yourself in the past. And now that same present day after those years, you're gonna have to keep going so that you can thank yourself again in the, in the, in, in the future years. Mm -hmm. um, so two things that to take away the, from what we have talked and, and what I have learned as well from, from Jackson in my experience is the trial and error, you have to do it. You have to try it out. So as a number one, you have to try it out different things, see what works for you. And then for example, this month you can start with keto. The next one you can start with pescatarian. Pes 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 the next one you try different thing until you find your own way, balance it out a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It doesn't have to be one way. It doesn't have to be one diet and then that's the one, no. You open the doors that you want to open until you feel that, okay, I have it, I love it that you enjoy it because that's another misconception that most people think that you don't have, you have to die and you have to suffer for, to be, to feel amazing. No, you yeah. don't have to suffer 
You know, it's like just, we love our food. Yeah. Every day that we we love our food and then we feel incredible after. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to taste horrible either. So it's something that most people think is gonna think right now. Oh, yeah, like Jesse would say, oh, quinoa with with broccoli. It tastes incredible. Already Amy Jackson said it tastes amazing. So mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about. Uh, uh, it has to be awful with the vegetables and with the fruit and everything. No, it's gonna be amazing. Just create it your own mm -hmm. way. The second one is the environment that you're in. Like Jason was saying again, like he goes to a bar, everybody that is surrounded by him is drinking everything. Probably uh, that if he drinks because he's being a leader, then other people will drink. So you have to have an environment that is different. The medium uh, or the average is like they're eating incredible and they feel incredible and they look and uh, not the the looking part but more of the they feel and they want to feel better every day and they want to eat incredible food so that's something that you need to be surrounded more and um, that was um, for example the, I went to a, I think I told you already that when my, my mom works with a, or another company and I went to visit the office and and nobody works in the in the office because most people are they were looking for an office sorry so they were looking for a place to to have an office here in in, the, in Houston and and the place like the, the same building that they are right now they have a, like a little closet with snacks <laughs> with snacks so they have a closet that have full of snacks that people just get up to the desk oh, and then they take it Unlimited snacks, unlimited. And you know this, if you work in all yeah. your company, you know this. Not only that, they, they, having a, uh, they were having an event, and guess what, they were having Chick-fil-A. They were having Chick-fil-A, everybody, so everybody do, do it, you're gonna do it as well, yeah. probably. So if everybody goes and takes a snack, probably gonna do it uh, as well. So you have to be in an environment that most people, or the average is eating well, feeling well, yeah. And, and not everybody can do that, huh? Not everybody can. Yeah, so that's why. Choice. So that's a cheat code right there. So you pick the environment that you want to be, mm -hmm. and how the way that you want to look, the way you want to feel, the way everything. Pick the right group for you that that you want to follow. And like Jackson said, he met his mentor on Felipe. Felipe got that environment uh, around him, and he followed, and he feels incredible. So that yeah. that's something that you need to find as well. And why I say cheat code, because when you are like just consistent days with those people you're gonna do the same the exact thing and that's that's why I'm lucky enough in, in, in Jackson's world of being surrounded with everybody here being surrounded by each other that we push each other when we, uh, instead of having cheap meals we know that neither of us gonna is gonna do that and when Jackson feel a little bit weak and doesn't want to work out he knows that I'll be here and the same for me if I, if I feel a little bit like, oh man, I don't want to work out, I know that Jax is going to be here. So it's like pushing each other. Yes, to, the influence is very yeah. important. And uh, I believe that's going to lead you in a way that after you apply this change in your life and you get very strong, you're not going to need it anymore. Yeah. You know, you're going you're gonna to be in the middle of the wolves, but you don't have to do what the wolves do. You know, you're going to get strong. And today, for example, if I go to a place where there is only the food that I don't agree to eat, I'm gonna be fine there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let okay. that situation yeah. fool me. And like, oh, this food smells so good. I have to eat it. No, you're gonna get stronger, and uh, and that's gonna benefit you in many, many ways. Gonna change a little bit who you are, and uh, that's what it is. Our message today: uh, you don't have to agree with what we think. It's uh, we just sharing. Or even what we eat. Like, they, you just find your yeah, own just, thing and try it out. Just do your own judgment about what you think is right for you. We are just sharing what we think that's right for us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, make your comments if you have any critics. If you think that this doesn't make any sense and there is another idea that you want to put it on, just write a comment there and share with us. And, of course, we are here not just trying to teach our students a lifestyle that's gonna benefit them and gonna make them better in life. That is the combination of jujitsu and uh, health habits, you know, to eat, especially with kids. You know, we really try to influence the kids in a, in a healthy way. We had the game day this weekend and uh, we put this full table of fruit, 
for the kids, banana, apples, pears, and everything for the kids. And then yesterday I asked the kids, hey, did you guys like the, that, those fruits? And oh my God, we love those fruits. What about if those fruits were cupcakes? They would say the same thing. Oh my God, those cupcakes were so good. But they like fill their belly with bananas and apples because we believe that this is something that the parents not gonna judge us. There's some parents, they don't like the kids to eat cupcakes, but most of the parents are okay with the kids eating apples and bananas. So that's why when we do, for example, the parents ask us, hey, uh, it's my son's birthday, I would like to bring some food for the kids in the gym. We always tell the parent, that's great, bring the food, but the food that we allow to bring here for the kids are only fruits. We don't want you to bring a cake, cookies. We used to let that happen, and uh, we found out that there's a lot of parents, they don't like that. It's seven o'clock, 6.30 in the, in the afternoon, and they don't want the kids to eat cookies at that time because it's, they're gonna go home and gonna have dinner. So we limited that now when the parents ask like, hey, can you celebrate my kid's birthday in the gym? Of course, can you bring a cake? No, I'm sorry, you cannot bring a cake. You can bring fruit, you can bring fruit salad, but something that we know that all the parents are gonna be okay because every family have different rules and every family think different. Me, for example, I, I don't like that my kid gonna eat five cookies at 7 p.m. before dinner time. But I'm okay if he eats two bananas and an apple, I'm okay with that. So that's something that we apply in the gym recently and been working very good for us. On the game day especially, man, you see the kids, they're like, Eating all that fruit, they don't and they even miss it. They don't even say like, "Oh, where's the cookies? Where's they the cupcakes?" Miss they don't say. They didn't even miss. They loved the option that they had there, and uh, was great. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening for us. Uh, one more time, we have me a blast to share this idea with you guys. Uh, I thought that's actually going to be much harder than what it is <laughs> to sit and talk with the camera and share our, our ideas. I, I've been having a good time doing that. I believe that you're also enjoying it. So and, we're getting uh, a little bit better. Yeah, we are really enjoying it and that's what's matter. You know, sit here and talk and share the ideas with people that uh, we are surrounded with people here and, uh, and that's what we do. So thank you. Rafael, you have any last message to everybody? So, uh, like Jackson said, just leave a, a comment there. Whatever topic that you want uh, to us to discuss and if you're a student here, just let us know as well. So that's why we bring, bring this up because most students uh, this up all the time so let us know let us know and share with someone that needs a little bit of a different perspective and, and hopefully you try it let us know yeah. if, it, if it works for you thank you have a good day ciao, ciao.